0: And we're back fuckers. Take 2. <laughs> uh, as I was just saying, I don't control him, ladies and gentlemen. He just uh he does things, calls you guys fuckers, but it's all with love.
1: But like I mentioned, it's a general neutral term.
0: Yeah, gender neutral, it's for everybody. Right. It's, it's I'm I'm, in, I'm I'm
1: being inclusive. Correct. I'm not um associating or rather
0: dissociating because yeah. of gender. Well, it's like when people are like no, no, I hate everyone evenly. Yeah. Like, there's no, no disgrace. No, no. I no don't have any prejudice. I hate everybody <laughs> equally. Yeah, everyone 100%. gets the same level of hate from me, and it's, it's all fair. <clears throat> yes,
1: and that is the story of my life. And we're going to stick to it. And I drown the whole world. Um, <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Hanging On for Dear Life. My name is Chris. And my name's Daniel. And we're, we're back at it again for another episode of NFL Mayhem. NFL, who you got? NFL, Daniel's winning and Chris is losing. Uh, that's not those. We'll, we'll edit that out. Those, those are not options. Wee- um, but yeah, man, um, another great weekend of football. Mm-hmm. Right? It's so funny. I talked to some people that listen to our, our podcast here, and I'm, they're like, "Yeah, you know, usually I kind of skip over the the football ones." Because it's funny because there's a set group of people that listen to our football ones. And a set group that listen to our other ones. But I also think the people that listen to the football ones also listen to the other ones.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, this is for a targeted audience, you yeah. know, our sports fans out there that enjoy football and like to, like to talk about it. And, and
1: it's for the really casual fan. It's like yeah, like you You not. Know, it's not the people mm. that are like, statistically, back on November 19th um, in the wind, when players, when teams I that wear green... Play on the first Sunday of a of a new month.
0: There's a record. I'm like, yo. I, ain't got I, I hate when I'm watching. I'm like watching ESPN for the recaps, and they'll be like, Derek Carr was the first quarterback to throw a touchdown in the third quarter from the 32 yard line on September 12th in 27 years. In thir- 35 degree weather. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't like. I don't fucking care. But, hey, d- man, he's going to be a record care. holder probably forever.
1: <laughs> like, think about being one of those guys, right? You rewatch watch that game, you're like, oh, shit, man, I'm a record holder forever. Yeah. Because some, like, some of these records are so nuanced, like, you're never going to be seen Yeah, again. no one's ever going to do that again. The circumstances just have to be right.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's just so silly.
1: Yeah. Um, so, good news. Good news. The Raiders won this last week.
0: Yeah, it's about time you guys got shit together.
1: Um, looked relatively good. Um, full game of football. We actually scored more points in the fourth quarter than any other quarter.
0: Wow. So I didn't watch the Raider games. I didn't see much of what happened there.
1: I didn't watch the majority of the beginning cause it was so boring. I fell asleep.
0: Oh jeez.
1: But then I like, I woke up and we were scoring points.
0: Yeah. Motherfucker. I just, I watched the Falcons. Unfortunately have no pass defense this weekend cause Casey Hayward got hurt leading up to the game against the Bengals. And then in the first quarter, Terrell pulled his hamstring. And got I was like, it. great. Down our top two corners against a really good passing attack. I'm like, this is, this is just not going to go well. <laughs> I'm just nothing. glad
1: I didn't play anybody in fantasy that had any of – I had Burrow, game. so it helped me out. Like something. It was great. I
0: scored like, he got like 40 points or something like he that. He was the highest scoring yeah quarterback. That was great. Wild. Wild. Anyways. <laughs> All right, man. Well, before we jump into it, um, how's your week been? It's been good. Um, it's been good. Little, uh little elbow injury yesterday at Jiu-Jitsu, so nothing like – Nothing, like, overly detrimental, I don't think. But, you know, wanted to take today off, let it rest, probably the rest of the week, and just give it some time to relax and then uh, try to get back at it next week. And then work-wise, eh, more of the same. Just, you know, trying Any to Any admits kids.
1: this month, this week, or what?
0: No, I've been dry since the first two weeks. I, I only have three admits this month. It's been tough. Well, it's still October, right? So sober October. Same yeah. thing as, like, no-sell October.
1: Well, it's like... The, Better than no-sell November. It's, it's
0: almost the same as fitness, honestly. October, November, December are statistically the toughest months and sure. then because like when's like the next
1: like the next is do you well guys have start semesters ma- we start monthly
0: oh so like we like if you sign up at the start of october we can have you started in november so like that's not usually a problem it's more of like people are going into holidays travel plans and you know they don't want to start school right now because of that so it's like mm-hmm. overcoming those objections but then you know january everyone's like well should i gotta get back on the high horse and they start calling in and we get a lot more more traffic and hmm. so
1: interesting i wonder if you should just start telling people look when i was in college during the holidays i didn't go to school just sign up now and
0: you could do your college wherever yeah well i mean that's kind of like been my <laughs> that's been my spiel to where I, I, we've been you like our team has kind of come up with like we've been telling students like hey you know why not go back to your dinner table for these holiday breaks and like tell your family i already completed one class I've already I've already re enrolled in school. I'm actually moving towards you know my bachelor's or my masters or whatever.
1: And you know it'd be really great is if you guys help me pay for it a little bit. Yeah. And then perfect <laughs> timing, holiday season, everybody's you know, giving. Mom and dad are like, Oh my god, I'm so proud of you. Here's a thousand dollars. What? Thanks, Mom. We'll buy all your books. Just what? send it to no us. No way. <laughs> and dinner sick.
0: Sick, bro. Yeah. Can I can't wait to get my business <laughs> degree in marketing. <laughs>
1: Uh, but the, uh, the idea that sc- month school, so they don't like, nobody really understands like they don't, not, not really understands, but they don't have like a, like a graduating class, right? Like nobody's like, cause it's all online. yeah You, you, just, really you finish know when you any- finish. Do they know anybody that like signs up with them? Is it, do you guys have anything set up to where like you can like
0: create a community? Yeah. We typically, that's how, that's how our referral play works. So like when you sign up with the, like, Hey Chris, you know, else is looking, to, you know, get started. It's always nice to have a study buddy or someone you're going through school with that you can, you know, kind of, Put together with yourself and mm-hmm. have that experience with. And that's the basics of our referral play.
1: Okay. Study Buddy got me thinking it is Cuddy Buddy season. So, ladies. Cuddy gen- Buddy? Yeah, Cuddy Buddy. Cuddle Buddies? Oh, Cuddle Buddy. Okay. Yeah, like, but it's like a Cuddy Buddy.
0: Why well, would just call it a Cuddle Buddy? I
1: don't know, because it sounds cooler. <laughs> but, anyways, you know, it's, it's that time of year. You know, find yourself somebody yeah. you can snuggle up with if the weather's getting cooler. Um, Taking applications right now. Just saying, Taking applications? Um, <laughs> submit them on uh, Hanging On For Dear Life DMs.
0: Yeah. Um, They're in there. So you and there.
1: Please, actually, you know what? Please put them in there because then I can see them. I can just I can just watch. <laughs> and he's going to filter. So it's got to get through him first. And then if he finds somebody worthy of
0: Cuddy Buddy status. Oh, if I see a status, red flag. <laughs> Chris will be like, why is this person blocked? And I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. All, All right.
1: right. NFL Week 7. Give me your top three takeaways from week seven. Top
0: three takeaways. Let me look back at the games. Um, Top three takeaways are that the Falcons still have hope. Love those guys. Still playing hard. Just, you know, injuries really wrecked us this last week. Didn't help us out at all. Green Bay's going down the shitter. I have no faith in that team to bounce back. Mostly because of Aaron Rodgers' comments about his team. That, that really rubbed me the wrong way. I had a We're lot comment. of issues. About the, like, well, if guys aren't playing, well, they should, you know, get less playing time and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I understand where he's coming from and I get that. Mm-hmm. But to air your dirty laundry in a public format like that, totally not cool. I think it's poor leadership. So I don't, I don't, I don't like what, that, what that's doing. I'm not a huge fan of that. Did you, I, I don't know, I'm asking
1: and I haven't seen it, right? But have you watched the whole interview? Or did you just, like, because I saw that same quote, right? And I was yeah. like, oh, like.
0: I saw the clip. I saw the, I saw the clip in which he said it. And did like, you hear the, the question, question that was asked? I think they'd asked him, like, you know, did did Washington do anything to, like, confuse you guys or whatever, and he said no. And then a couple line of questions later, he jumped – you know, they talk about – he talks about how he feels that the team needs to step up, play better, and, like, if some guys aren't playing well, then they need to get less opportunities. We get different guys in there. And, like, I'm not upset with the messaging. Mm -hmm. Like, if you had told your team that in private, as a team, talk to your boys and be like, hey, if you keep screwing this up, like, you know – this can't happen. Like we, we need to expect mm-hmm. a certain level of standard, but to go out and broadcast it publicly, mm-hmm. I'm a little against that. Like I'm sure. a little, I'm a little on the, eh, with that one. So. And I would agree
1: with you, right? I, I just would be curious to kind of hear the whole context. And also yeah. I, I feel like usually Aaron Rodgers is very good about the things that he says and he holds himself very well. And I think that he doesn't say things without purpose. Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm curious. And again, this is without knowing, but right, but I'm curious to see, if it's something that they have been talking about in practice. Right. And finally, like maybe this is like, Hey, like we've talked about it. We've talked about it. Maybe you got to hear yourself in the media or maybe there was like a set of questioning or something else. Like people, maybe somebody asked some point blank, like, you know, what are you going to do about the drops or what are you going to do about the wide receivers? Right. Well, It was
0: on the McAfee show on the, on the Rogers Tuesdays. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so. I'll have to
1: go back and I'll have to. we'll have to phone a friend, <laughs> Nick and watch it at some point. But yeah. So I mean that just curious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was, that was takeaway number two for me and number three um Chargers are gonna be the Chargers. All the fucking <laughs> talent in the world, and they just can't <laughs> win games. I mean, like, just such a loaded and stacked roster. I know there's some injuries on that team, but every team's got injuries. You gotta, gotta find a way to play through it. And you can't win football games. It's a coaching thing, I think. I absolutely I a hundred percent agree. I think
1: it's a coaching thing right now, right? And I think that it's been a coaching thing for a while. Um but yeah, Chargers being Chargers, I like that. Chargers being the Chargers. Uh, what about you? What are your what are your top three takeaways? The Raiders know how to win, fo- like win football games um, against the second worst team in the NFL now because now we were with the worst team. So um, that's good news. I think that's my biggest takeaway. So we, we, we can play four quarters. Um, I, I am surprised that Tennessee's still winning their division. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't think that was going to happen this year. No. And here we are. Um, and the fucking New York teams, all three of them, all fucking three of the New York teams, we got Buffalo, the Jets, and the fucking Giants. I don't know what they got in the water in New York, man, but it's scary. But if you're everyone in New York, you're happy right now. Yeah. (laughs) You're just like, this is great. This is true, (laughs) man. I think, um, yeah, those New York teams are for real. And I think that what I love about both the jets and the giants specifically is it's a culture thing. Yeah. Right. I don't think it has a lot to do with, um, anything along the lines of like, Oh, like they have some outstanding players. Don't get me wrong. Like the giants got Saquon. We got sauce Gardner. Like we got a handful of really good players.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but those players on some other organizations, it's just because the culture isn't there. They're not winning the same games. Right. And so I think that these coaches have found out a way, like a system, a system that works for their guys. And they also have their guys
0: wanting to win for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you touched on two really important things. The first thing is that good coaches don't just run the same system all the time and make players conform to their system. They look at their collection of talent and say, how do I get the most out of this collection of talent? Yep. That, that, that is just, that is coaching one one I, I drives me up the fucking wall when I like see NFL coaches that are like, well, I'm going to run my system and do it my way only. And it's like, that's so narrow thinking. Like if I have, those coaches are probably single with no kids. Uh, yeah. Well that <laughs> they're single, no kids. And they, they're, they don't, they don't stay coaches long. Yeah. They got and friends. So like, that's a great point. You know, I think these coaches are playing to their strengths, mm-hmm. whatever it is, they're playing to it. Yeah. And then they're, they're sticking to it, which is, which is smart and then I think the other thing you're talking about, which is important, is that they've got the buy-in from their players. Sure. Which, again, like, if you're a head coach, honestly, your ultimate job, like, your, your number one job is to create buy-in from your players. Ultimately speaking. Like, yeah. that, that, is your, that is your number one job from the start of training camp, you know, to the season, through the season. Get them to buy-in and keep their buy-in. Yep. So, gang, gang. Gang, gang. All right.
1: Cool. Official records. Um, I am forty nine wins, the forty five losses, just scraping above that five hundred. I am fifty two wins,
0: forty two losses. God, Three games so, ahead. So ten games above the five hundred mark. And you're three games ahead of me. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: So doing okay. I guess five games above five hundred because if I lost five and mm,
1: yeah, all right. whatever. But I get it. Okay. 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 Okay.
0: So first game of the week, Thursday. So night one football. of these times. Sorry, uh, I didn't
1: mean to wrap. No, go ahead. We're just gonna read the games and fucking shotgun our answers We're not gonna write them down we're not gonna pre-play them. we're oh, just gonna no. say we're just gonna say matchup, okay we're gonna say Baltimore, Tampa Bay yeah we're gonna and go just, one bam two, three, and we're gonna say our answers,
0: okay, and then we'll talk about why okay, yeah, I'm fine with that super next fun. week yeah, cool all right uh this week I did pick Baltimore to beat Tampa um I just i I don't have a lot of faith in Tampa right now They're, they look in shambles and the Ravens have had some struggles in the fourth quarter, but ultimately speaking, I think Lamar is just going to be too much of a problem for that team to handle, and mm-hmm. I think their defense will do enough to win them the game.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly, <clears throat> Baltimore could score zero points in the fourth quarter, and I still think they win this game. Yeah. mean um, the reason that is because I don't think – I mean, Tampa Bay scored three points last week. Against Carolina. Like, <clears throat> that is the lowest low that we've seen in Tampa Bay since the Tom Brady era. Mm-hmm. Um, so, unless they make some serious – Locker room changes. Let's, I don't know what I don't know what needs to happen, um, but yeah, man, they're they're hurting. So I 2 pick Baltimore. I think Baltimore could score seven points and win that game.
0: Yeah, I mean it's they're The the whole Bucks organization seems out of sync right now. Everything mm-hmm. just kind of seems off. And, I, and again, it starts with Tom Brady. I think. I think they just got so many
1: so many resources invested in Tom Brady's uh, <laughs> divorce. Yeah, right. They got, he's got the whole – that was part of his contract. You know, the whole organization is, like, wrapped up in his divorce. Right. Who so. gets the team? Who, like, the locker room split. Half the people
0: like Giselle, half the people like Tom. I don't know. You, who you do sh- I pick? You see Giselle come out on Sunday and play quarterback because she gets custody battle <laughs> for that. For the kids? Yeah. For all the kids. That's funny. Oh, shoot. Okay. So, yeah. Um, both same, same page there. Uh, next game I had was Atlanta at Carolina. Uh, I'm taking Atlanta in that game. I think we've played some good football all season. I think not only are we a better team than Carolina, I think we're better coached. Yep. So I take us over Carolina.
1: Yeah, I too picked you guys. Um, although that Carolina team looked much more dynamic without Baker in behind center. Oh, PJ looked good. PJ Which PJ makes p- me sad. PJ right? Walker looks solid. I'm a big Baker fan, but um, that team just looked way more dynamic. Yeah. Um, I think also with the absence or the elimination of Kristen McCaffrey as well, it... It opens – it gives you more freedom to the system in which you want to run. Yeah, And, you know, now they're able to go out there and play to their strengths, not have to worry about anybody necessarily, like, um, overcoming or, like, hey, we got to get this guy the ball. No, like, we just get to play f- fundamental football and, and spread out the ball and have fun. Yeah, And absolutely. so I think that's kind of the, uh, the interesting part there. But, yeah, anyways, I still picked you guys.
0: Yep. I oh, so mm-hmm. cool. So same, same for the two first two. Same, same different uh denver versus jacksonville it's a london game oh um, i didn't know it's a london game yeah so i they always t- play in london i feel like ja- jags, jags, yeah. yeah yeah i think the jags actually have like some kind of deal or something where they, they play in london every year but um <sighs> fuck that i got jacksonville i i denver is in fucking shambles mm-hmm. and like the more you hear about russell wilson the more he sounds like an annoying poindexter and i just don't like the guy yeah um i do picked jacksonville but
1: be not it'll be interesting it'll be an interesting game because I think that seeing rippian have two full weeks with the number ones yeah gonna change up the, the the system a little bit I think again that offense still has the ability to be dynamic um you know latavius Murray's coming in and showing up I, I yeah. think again like it'll be interesting to see if he can get into a rhythm and get into sync with those wide receivers
0: that offense is talented enough I just think they They've for Denver, right? Yeah, for Denver. So, oh yeah, I mean, you got Judy Sutton. Like, that's a good wide receiver combo. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think their tight end is bad. I think yeah. they have you know, as much as Melvin Gordon has struggled fumbling the ball and Latavius Murray, you yeah. know, how he's been kind of out in and out of lineups the last couple of years. Still a talented. Yeah. back. Latavius well, Murray's looking good right now too. Yeah, he's he's like he's really he's the workhorse right now. and He's looking good.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I have Jacksonville winning this game because like again, where this is like serious competition. But I wouldn't be surprised Denver wins.
0: Yeah. Cool, um, and then we got Chicago at Dallas. I think that's another that's a that's a blowout game for Dallas because Chicago just traded their 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 one pass rusher in Robert Quinn, so I I think the Cowboys' offense is going to stuff the ball down their throat. I think their defense is going to absolutely maul Justin Fields. So I think that's that's a that's an easy contest.
1: Yeah, I mean, I also picked Dallas. Um, Dak surprised me when he came back. He mm-hmm. still like commanded that offense and. Um, not much to say, yeah, man. I mean, well, I think the only thing about Chicago is, like, they accidentally win games they're not supposed to.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, I think, to your point, though, I think that the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, Kellen Moore. He looks like a fucking dweeb. He does look a dweeb, but he was smart. He kept the playbook simple. He kept it easy for Dak. He didn't, like, try to make him throw the ball down the field 30 times. Just take our take our points as we yeah. can get them. Be easy. Be methodical. We'll score points. We'll be all right.
1: Zeke looked okay, too. Yeah. Surprise, he looked, looked solid.
0: Yeah. I think Zeke's, Zeke's tired of hearing about uh, he Tony Pollard. He, he stopped eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it, I got to feed me. He's uh, like, you know you know what? Put me on a vegan diet. <laughs> Next game, Miami at Detroit. Um, I took Miami in this game simply because Detroit's, Detroit's defense is still terrible. It's still awful. Detroit's looked awful the last couple of weeks. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, they're my surrogate favorite team. They but came
0: right back down to earth. <laughs>
1: They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna take the L this weekend, I think. So, yeah, I too picked the people opposite of Detroit. What was the game? Miami, Miami, yeah. <laughs> definitely <laughs>
0: Miami. Uh, cool. The next game we got Arizona at Minnesota. That game's a little tricky because Kyler Murray from every game I've watched him play against the Vikings, he's always giving them trouble. Mm-hmm. But I still think Minnesota wins the game. It's at Minnesota. They're playing pretty good football what right time? now, huh? It's not a prime time. Okay, yeah. right? It's either a one o'clock or an eleven o'clock game. Okay, so.
1: Yeah, it'd be weird. They'd be the only people playing at eleven, so that that would really benefit. That would be yeah. that would really benefit her cousin. Yeah, right. Or that would be, be like a like a like a pseudo prime time. Yeah, solo. that's what I was you Like, get uh, like a, <laughs> you get like a, a half a game
0: out of them. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I mean, look. I honestly, I went like I didn't even like really think hard about this game. I just kind of went with who I automatically thought was going to win. Yeah. Um, I picked uh, Minnesota. Okay. But I also like the way that I mean Arizona scored forty something points last week, and you know having D hop back. Um, having Robbie Anderson, who's now going to really start getting into the scheme of things. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if they put up that many points. Their their defense isn't great. No, but they're just scoring so many fucking points.
0: Yeah. They can score for sure. I just think ultimately Minnesota's had all their pieces all season and they look good. Yeah. They're a good football team. Um, Cool. Got Las Vegas at New Orleans. Um, I got Vegas winning this game. I still think the saints are relatively in shambles. Um, you know, Winston looks god awful, and Andy Dalton looked god awful. So like, I, I just that team's we're gonna get Taysom
1: hill, I just know it.
0: Yeah, that team that team's <laughs> like leaderless at the moment. But I think Vegas pulls the game out. I think they so. I think they've they've kind of got their stride going for them. I hope so. I too picked Vegas. You know, we we can't afford to lose any games. But no, um, we'll probably get Taysom held like we did last year. Well, it's like it's like as we said last week. You know, the Raiders need to get back to four and four. Mm-hmm. You need to get back to that five hundred mark. And, like, work from there. And like, need some help in the division, right? Like, yeah. have, you know, again, the good news is, is like, the with, be the exceptions the of, yeah, with the exceptions <laughs> of
1: Kansas Kansas City, like, nobody's running away with that division. And we played Kansas City well. Like, we could have we easily won that game. Yeah. Um, and I think we play Kansas City in the next couple of weeks. I like just two or three weeks from now, right? Yeah. Let's see here. Go to the next game while I'm looking.
0: Yep. Um, so, next game, we got New England at the Jets. Um, I think this is a Jets game all the way. I think they get some revenge here. From all the years of being the little brother and being just beat up on by, by the Patriots, mm-hmm. I think the Jets come out here, get a win, punch New England in the mouth. Um, they, they look really out of sorts right now. You know, the, the locker room isn't really behind Mac Jones right now. They kind of are, kind of not. Like, it's it's a really weird situation. Yeah, we don't play. Um, I agree with you, by the way. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with the fucking Mac Jones. I can't believe they, they, they sat him. That was attention. really weird. That was like I know I know Belichick's known for being kind of a harsh coach, like turnovers and things like that. But that was that was weird. Yeah. What's your guy? You drafted like when was the last time New England drafted a quarterback
1: in the first round? Um, been a long time. But Raiders play Kansas City the last game of the season actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they do have like Denver and um, they have Denver on my birthday, November twentieth.
0: So you're gonna get a birthday present.
1: I hope so, man. Yeah, you, so. yeah, you they won. already
0: gave me one, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I too, picked um the Jets. Cool. Uh we got Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia beats the piss out of out of Pittsburgh. They should
1: just sit Jalen Hurts and the whole
0: starting offense. Yeah, right, because your defense will carry you in that game. That mm-hmm. that defense is gonna that defense will win by themselves. Like yeah. they'll they'll score points for themselves.
1: Honestly, what they should do is have all the offensive players minus the quarterback play defense. And then and then flip it and then have um Jalen Hurts not play quarterback and have um, their kicker play quarterback, <laughs> uh, Jake Elliott, I think he's <laughs> athletic enough, and um, see if they can give you know give themselves
0: a ball game. Yeah, and that they need to just go yeah. back to the starters <laughs> if necessary. <laughs> yeah, Philadelphia. Yep. No question. Uh, Tennessee at Houston. Uh, on paper, I feel like Tennessee should win this game, but my gut told me Houston. So, <gasps> I, t- so I took Houston in this game. Don't know why gut told me Houston, so I, I'm just going with it. I don't I don't have any statistical thing to back that up. I have no numbers, no nothing to back that. My tummy just told me Houston. Hmm.
1: Ugh. Tennessee wins that game. Yeah, Houston's that offense or excuse me, Houston's defense. Like Josh Jacobs has looked really great, but they made him look even even better than I could have imagined. Yeah, Derrick Henry and is an animal. Imagined. imagined. Tennessee wins that
0: game. I just think – I don't know if it's a high-scoring game, but Tennessee fucking runs that. Sure. Play. No, I mean, and again, on paper, they should win. But, like, my, my, my gut was, like, Houston. I said, okay. All right. And last see. week I didn't listen to it, and I was fucking right. He was right. So I got to I gotta listen to this time. All right. Um, Washington at Indianapolis is next game, and that's going to be a fucking snooze fest for one. Did you not watch the Washington game last week? It wasn't that great. It was, <laughs> it was It was exciting the last few minutes. But, like, I think Washington wins this game too. I think they come out and get a dub but it wasn't that exciting and it's partially because they played green bay and green bay is boring as fuck to watch right now i can't Taylor I, heineke is I love heineke the man. i do pay he's, that guy carson wentz money he's a gamer
1: pay him carson wentz money
0: i like him i think if you're washington why not why not work off him for a little bit pay him carson wentz money <laughs> pay him that fucking star <laughs> free haneke yeah. heineke <laughs> god for real man honestly yeah i too picked washington So far, we have every single pick the exact same, except I took Houston. Mm -hmm. That's the only difference so far. Um, Cool. And then we got San Francisco at the Rams. This game, I thought, was also kind of weird to pick, because depending on which Rams team shows up, Mm -hmm. could really change the outcome of this game. I did take San Francisco, though. Took the 49ers in this one. I, too, took 49ers (laughs) in this one. Uh, the Rams are just looking
1: terrible. I don't think they're a complete team. I mean, they're they're coming back from bye. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Mm
0: Cooper Cup is great, but that team's just awful. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of chemistry outside of Stafford and Cup right now. But any whoozle. Uh, we got the Giants going to Seattle. I thought this game was really weird to pick, too, just because I think it's going to be an interesting stylistic matchup. I think it's an interesting coaching matchup. I did ultimately take New York in this game. Mm. Only reason I took them is because of Saquon Barkley. I think they mm-hmm. had the best player on the field in that game. So I think when games are even like that, that's when the superstars really break it open for you. Mm-hmm.
1: So I did a similar thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, both teams are hot. Both teams are coached well. Mm-hmm. And I said they're very even. I think right now I picked Seattle, and I simply picked Seattle because they have their 12th man. They're they're at yeah. home. That, that stadium is wild to play in. I mean, they played so good on that Monday night game against the Broncos uh, when they were at home. Yeah, And don't get me wrong, the Broncos team isn't great, but we know how great their defense always is. That's you know? true. And I just think that um, – that defense also played so well that night. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Bless you.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I again, I think that game goes either way. That'd actually be a fun one to watch. I got to actually want to tune into that game. Yeah. Cool. Sunday night, Green Bay um, at Buffalo. Uh, uh, I think Buffalo just whips their dick all over. It was so cool. Green Bay. Game. Is it, probably on paper, they're like
1: sick. This is going to be a great Sunday night game. Everybody's going to be locked in. Man, n- no, nope. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> now they're like, well, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, let's let's fucking put a Tom Brady game in there because that's what they like to do. Um, I too picked uh the team playing Green Bay.
0: Um, what's that team again?
1: Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, hands down. Smack Dead. that team.
0: I think I think Buffalo has a big, big, big week. Against yeah, them.
1: I mean, their defense is just so good, and that offense scores so many points.
0: Um, but Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Yeah, I mean he's a bad man for sure. But right now he looks like a. So nobody's catching he's the ball. A normal guy. He, look, he he went from being the guy in like the you know skull cap leather jacket riding a big old Harley, and now he's coming in on a moped.
1: He's riding a knee bike now. He's being more
0: uh, environmentally friendly.
1: <laughs> so, dude, his receivers got to catch the ball. I mean, they're, they're that's really- I
0: mean that's part of it. That is part of that. Like the receivers dude, aren't at the helping him. level,
1: and you know this better than anybody. I've heard you say there's more times you can match. You put you get two hands on that football, you fucking catch fucking it. Fucking
0: catch it absolutely, and I, and I agree with you. I think that that is part of the problem, but I think a bigger issue with it is that I like, I think Aaron Rodgers is allowing too much of his frustration to show with his team. Cause I think again, when you are the, when you're the alpha dog of your team, there are times when you put shit people in their place, you put them in their place, you, you tell them like, what the fuck dude. And there are also times when, And you gotta like have that encouragement behind it. And I don't think he has any encouragement in him. Every time I see the receivers make a bad read, not run the routes right, or maybe he didn't like where they went with the ball or whatever, it's always a a head shake and a a very like exacerbated look. And if I'm a receiver, fuck you. I don't wanna catch the ball from you anymore. That's fine. Like, don't be a fucking prima donna about it. You're gonna make mistakes and throw picks sometimes, and I'm gonna be there to back you up. Back me up when I fuck it up. Like, Mm -hmm. so I, I, to, to me, I think Aaron Rodgers is the source and the nucleus of the problem right now with with the Packers.
1: I disagree with that. I think that there's there's a lot of things that there's – there's a lot of – it's the tip of the iceberg of what we see on Sunday, right? Sure. And I think that there's so much – there's so many things happening behind the scene that it's impossible for us to say that he's the source of the problem, right? Sure. Because, you know, it's like when you're a parent. And again, I'm speaking with not having kids. But when you – are at home and like you're you are disciplining your kids, you're doing whatever it is that you mm-hmm. do with them, and then they're on public and still acting like a fool. Yeah, you're embarrassed, hundred percent, right? Like you are embarrassed and you are gonna show it, right? You're gonna be, like, you're embarrassing me. You're gonna shake your head. You're gonna give them a hard time. You're not, you know, you may not like punish them, right, sure. in public, but you are like it's gonna be obvious that you're like, hey man, we fucking talked about this all the time. Hey man, like, what are you doing? Yeah, right, like, and so I, I think that there's a layer of that, right? I'm not mm. saying that, you know. I'm not saying that it's okay for a leader to not be conscientious of the way that they're presenting themselves. Sure. But I also think that it's okay for a leader to be human, right, and express frustrations, especially if there are some other things that are happening, other conversations, other opportunities um, to improve and to get better that are happening. Because at the end of the day as well, we're at the highest level of whatever it is, wherever you are, right? Of course. Like imagine a surgeon right now. He's operating on your heart. And one of his fucking people hand him the wrong fucking tool.
0: Sure. No. Right? And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? No. And I, I get all these points. Right. But like, yeah. I think my, my point is, though, is, it's the demonstrative behavior that is so visible to everybody. It stinks up a room. I don't, I don't, I, did, I just, I don't, that's not good leadership. Mm-hmm. It, it, it never will be, you know? And like you have those conversations privately, you pull the receiver to the side or you talk to him on your own. Mm-hmm. Being that demonstrative game time, it's, it doesn't help the team go anywhere. So I, I in certain situations, yes, and in certain situations, I agree with you. He, there are times to kind of do it publicly or do mm-hmm. it in a in a more visible setting, but it's every time. It's every well, single I mean, time. That's
1: just recently, right? I mean, we're talking. Seven no, week weeks
0: one. In- yeah, I watched our game mm-hmm. week one. The same shit was happening. No, I promise you, week one, same shit was happening. If the receiver didn't go where he wanted, he's like, man, like doing the little fucking thing. And it's like, bro, like come on, like you're Look, gonna like, do well, it so every I guess fucking my, time. I guess
1: my question <laughs> would be right. So like, yeah. would you rather him not tell the receiver the mistake that he made?
0: I'd rather have him do it on the sideline. Talk okay. to your boy on the sideline. You don't but need, but you're need you're be,
1: you're like it's second down. It's first down.
0: I understand that, but it doesn't need to be so demonstrative. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is that again, it doesn't need to be this big demonstrative show in front of everybody. Because that's True. again, as a teammate, I'm not going to look at that and go, yeah, you fucking tell him. I'm like, dude, chill out. Like it's a mistake. Like we're going to come back from it. Like believe in the next play, forget the last play, go on to the next one. We'll talk about it on the sideline, we have the iPad in our hands and we can review the we can review the play and go, "Hey, you did this. I wanted you to go here." You know, we mm-hmm. can actually talk about it. But he's just kind of being a baby in my opinion. Like I just don't like what I'm seeing. And like no. again, I think this is a different of perspective reviews on things, but sure. I just I I don't personally care for it.
1: And I think it's also tough, right? Because we're watching these games on television, right? Sure. And the the focal point of these games really usually are the quarterbacks, right. Course. Or whatever. And so like, you know, that's all we're seeing. No, right? of course. We're not seeing like the conversation that happen course. in the sideline. Right. Maybe again, I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. Right. But maybe mm. we had the conversation on the sideline. Yeah. Right. And then we go out on the next offensive play and you fuck up what we just talked about. Yeah. Right. Like the, this sure you went here and you should have went there. We just talked about this. Sure. Right, like, but we're not seeing those conversations. We're not seeing those interactions on the side. No, we're of just course. That right. So I think that um, I, I don't think it's an Aaron Rodgers thing. I think it's a. I think it's a. I think it's a total locker room thing, right? I think it's a lot of the players. I think mm-hmm. players aren't playing at their capacity, and I think it's a coaching thing. I don't think that coach has any control over his team.
0: Of course, and I, I, I do. I agree with that as well. I think that as as an entirety, the Packers team isn't looking good. Like I think. Again, coaching is a big piece of it, but I also don't think Rodgers is handling it great either. I think that's the, that's just feeding the monster. Mm-hmm. So, just my just my opinion. Casual my opinion. S- casual sports take. Yeah. <laughs> again, I, I don't have a lot to go on. I was just yeah. curious. Cool. Uh, last game of the week, Monday nighter, Cincinnati at Cleveland, I got, Ohio. I got Cincinnati. Yeah, I think I think they're they're too they're too good. Too much talent for Cleveland to handle. You know, I think that, that passing game looked really good last week. Even the week before, it's starting to wake up. They're starting to get in sync with each other, I think. He just has as, time. Yeah, he's, uh, I, think I think the offensive line is playing it. a way, way better football. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. I picked Cincinnati as well. Um, Battle of Ohio, but... Yeah, unfortunately, the Browns, aren't, they aren't it. No. Nah. Who knows? Maybe maybe week 11 when Deshaun Watson comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how many PB touches he gets back. Well, before,
0: even, even if he gets back. There's uh, that whole thing now where his lawyers are making that, like, they're trying to, like, dismiss a bunch of the cases and, like... Who knows what that'll dig up, and maybe that actually digs up evidence now. And I don't know. It was just a whole bunch of shnikes with that. Yeah, man. I ain't got time for all that. Anyways, no.
1: ladies and gentlemen, if you're still hanging around, we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Hanging On for Dear Life. My name is Chris. I'm Daniel. And we'll see you all next time. Bye.